you may be just one conversation away from owning a rental within walking distance from you. You can do it. Owning long-term rentals is a great way to generate cash flow and build wealth over a period of time. And there are so many different ways to go about doing this. There's really no right or wrong. Um, there is people that will be owning uh, mobile homes, uh, RV parks, uh, multifamily, cabins, glamping, you name it. But for your very first rental, you probably want to stay ultra conservative and purchase a single family home. Uh, you know, nothing weird, a, a three bedroom, two bath, two car garage in a um, suburban neighborhood. So that way it's more affordable and uh, not too big, not too small, anywhere between 12 to 2000 square feet. In fact, you may already live in, in your very first rental right now. And a lot of landlords started that way when they're ready to upgrade from their starter home to their next luxurious home. The easiest thing to do is really renting out this house. Think about it. You've been living in the house long enough. You know what kind of condition the house is in, uh, what's good and bad about the house, and uh, how much it's been costing you a year to kind of maintain it. You know that. And that is one of the the biggest hurdle that initial landlord are going to have to figure it out. Uh, in this case, you have the track record that allow you to um, kind of budget for it. And then also you are able to maybe leverage in a 30 year lower interest rate when you first um, buy this house. So uh, you are able to control your cost of what you have to pay into this house, what we call the holding cost every month and now if you rent in for higher than that and there go you have created a cash flow between so that's one of the easiest way to have your very first rental is renting out your first home when you're ready to upgrade if your butt is burning of desire to own a rental probably right now and you are still in love with your home you're not ready to rent it out yet just talk to your real estate agent or maybe share with them this video so that way they can understand what you're looking to do and then hopefully from there they be able to sort out the properties that are on the market on MLS and bring to you something that is more suitable for rent. At the time of this recording, we are in a still very hot market. It is a seller market. So sometimes you may end up paying at a higher price than you would like to, but it is a long-term investment. The appreciation in your properties a lot of time will cover for the retail price that you pay for it. Or you can buy from wholesalers. In one of our previous video, we talk about wholesaling. I will link it up in the comment below so that way you can have easy access to it. But in short, wholesaler done a good amount of legwork to bring you a property under contract. So keep in mind, you will be paying an assignment fee on top of what they have it under contract for. But a lot of time overall, you are still going to be paying less for the property than what you would pay for on MLS. That's okay though, because overall, if the numbers still work for you, and essentially in my experience, you are still paying less for it on MLS uh, by buying to a wholesaler. Where would you meet the wholesaler? 
well, you can start going to your real estate local events. Another fun way to buy rental properties is actually at the county auction. Most county would have a monthly auction where you get to come and bid for the rental property of your life. These are probably that either to foreclosure, tax lien, and etc. One of the things that you want to be aware about buying at the auction is that the best that you will be able to do is the exterior walk. You're lucky if you get to see the interior. So you want to do as much homework as you can up front because you just have very short window to make that decision when they start the auction. So it's kind of risky and I would not recommend it if you are inexperienced in the business. Word of mouth and referral is, in my opinion, one of the most powerful way to buy rental properties. Just talk to your neighbor. You never know when your neighbor is moving or they may know someone else uh, that may think about moving. Just share with your neighbor what you are looking for and you may be just one conversation away from owning a rental within walking distance from you. You can do it. If you find value in this video so far, please give it a thumbs up, subscribe, and hit that like button. This channel is grow because of your support and thank you so much for doing that. Marketing is another great way of helping you finding more rentals. You can uh, do marketing yourself or you can hire a company to do it. Um, it's going to be quite a costly if you only looking to purchase one rental but if you plan to buy more and more rentals um, that would be one of the best way and the most consistent way that will allow you to purchase more rentals of course there are a lot more way to source a good buy uh, maybe you can leave me a comment below to let me know how you're able to buy your very first rental and please consider subscribing to help this channel grow and uh, for us to continue bringing you more value. Now that you find your suitable rental, how do you fund for it? Well, there's also many ways on doing that and that's what makes real estate very fun. First is if you have enough cash set aside to pay for it, that's probably the most simple way and uh, you can avoid tons of closing fee, loan fee by simply just paying for it cash. The disadvantage to that is I'm not sure how long it's going to take you to save money to purchase the very next one. If that is not your case, that's okay too because most of us don't have $100,000 laying around. So you can really still purchase uh, a rental and get it funded with a conventional loan. And a good thing about conventional loans is it's going to be a 30-year loan. You will go to the qualification very similarly to how you purchased your very first home. So that process might have been a lot easier for you because you've been doing it before. A lot of time, the difference though is that you are going to be uh, prepared to bring in about 20% to 25% in down payment for your investment property. They will take into consideration of income and credit. If you don't have a rich friend or uncle, that's okay. Don't be discouraged. You can still make this work. And what you can do is borrow money from a hard money lender or also known as uh, assets-based lender. They will not need your income. They will not need your credit score 
or may not need your credit score. Depends on the lenders, but more so strictly on the property itself. The great thing about working with Harmony Lender is they can be acting as your second eyes and ears, let you know what the maximum loan amount that they can lend you on this property and if the number makes sense. So it's a great way to leverage that help on your very first rental. Um, the disadvantage though that you want to be prepared for is you will be paying for a higher origination fee compared to other loan and you're also going to pay uh, a much higher interest rate but over a period of time say in two or three years most of the time you're probably going to refinance it out to a long-term conventional 30-year uh, loans with a lower interest rate so it's still gonna work out so far we talk about how to find the property how to um, fund the property but before you fund it so if someone bring you a property how do you know this will make a great rental so here are some of the numbers that you want to consider to see if this is going to be a good purchase for you the number that you want to consider we call them a piti in short for principal interest taxes and insurance but on top of that i highly recommend that you should also add in hoa and a little bit of wiggle room for like repairs and if you're using a management fee you do want to add their fees uh, in there by the time you write it all down and they add up to be 1300 and if the the house in the area is uh, you know renting for about 1600 to 1800 now you want to ask yourself let's just say if uh, it's renting out for uh, 1600 and your cost of uh, PITI, HRA fee, uh, management fee, and maybe allotted uh, $100 for repair fee, or however much that make you feel comfortable, all add up to be $1,300. Then you have a gap of uh, $300 difference uh, a month. Is that good for you? So in our market, a lot of time we see anywhere between two to 400 and that worked for us. So you have to kind of find a number that worked for you but in our case, anything land between two to four hundred. After all of those fees, make a make a good uh, purchase for rental. Earlier, we promised that we are going to cover purchasing, funded, and then now fixing it. That's going to be one of the biggest hurdle for investor on their very very first uh, rental because it involves so many moving parts in the fixing, and a lot of time people may not purchase a second rental because the decision they make is a step that you probably want to work with good uh, construction company someone who's experienced in what they're doing, it's best to get a referral from somebody you know, a trusted source. So that way um, it will help you on a good start. The common mistake that uh, we normally see is either a landlord over rehabbing the house or they did not put the money in the right items. Are you still excited? Are you with me? Now that you find your property, you purchase it and you fund it, so what's the next step, right? This step, in my opinion, a lot of time is being very overlooked. Sometimes when you purchase a property, especially your very first one, and spend money on the wrong things, it may take you a lot longer to recover. I have seen people that did not buy a second rental until, I, you know, years and years down the road or may not even want to buy another one because of the 
decision that they make on the repairs. So how do you make good decision when it's come to remodeling your rental? Well, first you do want to understand what's going on in that market. Uh, what are some of the properties in that area is currently renting for and what do they look like? Uh, what are the prevalence of the uh, potential tenants that will be staying in your house? You know, do they like granite countertop? Do they like Corian? Um, do you really, really have to put marble uh, countertop on there and does it make sense? So that way it would help you to uh, not over remodel and you won't ever get that money back. It may look nice, but does not necessarily make your tenant feel any happier. I'm also seeing that people are not spending enough money um, on the items that are important, which is the bones of the, the house. This is your investment. Uh, it's a 10, 15, 30 years investment. So you want to make sure that this, this house is going to have good bones. And those are the roof, the AC, the plumbing, the electrical and the foundation. Any of those items have problem, you want to address it right away and you want to invest a good amount of money on them by hiring good crew so it can be done right because it will help you save so much time down the line and save so much money on uh, hundreds of phone calls and repairs that come in your way if you didn't do it correctly in the first place. And added on top of it, not only that you have to be out of pocket of the repairs, now you have to worry about making the tenant happy. So I highly recommend address it right up front. Whether if it's a foundation, do that first. If it's a plumbing, does it need to replumb? Uh, go ahead and take care of it. All right, we are getting so close to get this baby rented. What are you gonna do to get us rented? Well, we'll give you three very, very simple methods to do so. The very first one, if it's allowed, is to put the yard sign in front of the house so that way you can attract people who live in there that looking to move or maybe have family member friends that come to visit and they see a yard sign and they will make that phone ring. The second uh, way of doing so, and it does not cost you any money, is Facebook Marketplace. So you can simply uh, post it on Facebook Marketplace, be prepared to get tons of message on it and you do want to respond back to them. Or a third way um, is posting on Craigslist. For most of the affordable housing price, Craigslist still get a lot of good amount of traffic. Now, if you are uh, working from eight to five and you're not able to, are not prepared to have the phone ring every minute, I would highly recommend to sign up for a Google number. So that way you can leave a very good voicemail with specific instruction when you are available or simply ask them some very basic question that help you to pre-qualify the calls that come in so when you are available and you return their call then you won't have to call everybody but only called on certain someone that are uh, more qualified you can leave question asking for their uh, monthly income to make sure that they are making three times the amount of rent you can be asking uh, how soon they looking to move in so that way um, you can uh, prioritize the call the one that wanted to move in sooner rather than later first. And then you may also ask them for what they think their credit score is. So that way it will help you to identify, you know, whether your preference is to 
only rent out to people who have 700 credit scores or people who have 650 and so on and so forth. It just allows you to prioritize your call and make that time a lot more effective that way. Well, we just got done covering how to acquire your very first rental. Hopefully this has been fun, exciting, and a lot of takeaway for you. I can't wait to hear from you on how you bought your very first rental. In the meantime, if you have any tips, tricks, or any other question uh, for how to buy your very first rental, please leave a comment below and I look forward to reading them. In the meantime, would you like, subscribe, and uh, help this channel grow? See you again.